K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a bomb. Yo, you know where you are? In the podcast dojo, baby. Welcome to another episode of Black on Both Sides. I am one half of the host of the most, King Kunta 3X. It's very important to me you say all three of those things, like a tribe called Quest or a pimp named Slickback. I digress. And my other co-host is the world-renowned, locally known, and universally accepted. Nine out of ten Dennis know what's up. Mr. B. Honest. What's up, B? What's going on, man? You know, I think that it's okay to say just tribe called Quest, because I, I don't think I've said a tribe called Quest unless I'm talking to white people. Ah, you really want to be get, you really want to be that guy? I am. You want to make it awkward? <laughs> that guy. You, you, you want to try that out and say, "What's up, tribe? What's up, quest?" I usually say, "Tribe." Who's your favorite rap group? Tribe. And people, I mean, people who know know. So it's like you don't have to say a tribe called Quest. But this is kind of like the Muhammad Ali thing. You remember when he? No, you don't, because we both were not alive. But <laughs> at one point, he changed his name from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali. Right. And some of his opponents didn't want to call him that. I'm going to call him Cassius. I'm going to call him Cassius. Exactly. So right. shouldn't we respect a tribe called Quest's right to be called by all three of those? Because one of them died? Damn, man. What is up with you and the dead people, man? What is dead? Rest in peace. We all right. die. We all die. It's, it's, it's a normal part of life. So. These are facts. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying I've oftentimes said tribe called Quest and not said a tribe, unless I'm talking to white people, because white people need all of the details. That's all. Yes, but you've never actually addressed any members of a tribe called Quest without saying a tribe called Quest. That would lead to maybe the awkwardness when you say, what's going on with tribe? And Well, I mean, if we're not talking about five, music and rap. stare at you and not blink until you say all of it. I don't Kind of like so. a, remember SNL with Will Ferrell where they had Celebrity Jeopardy and, uh, and Will Ferrell would pretend to be Burt Reynolds? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> I think he's funny though. Damn it. Well, then this joke's not going to work. But the listeners the probably day. have heard it. They probably saw it. And they can yeah, YouTube so it. so it's like, well, he's dressed up as Burt Reynolds. There's one sketch where he's on as Burt Reynolds on Celebrity Jeopardy. And uh, and it wasn't Will Ferrell that was Burt Reynolds. It was mm, McDonald. Okay, so now this is falling apart now. Cause no, you, it's not. You know, <laughs> no, Celebrity Jeopardy was Will Ferrell's, like, one of his, one of his key things at SNL. And one of his right. nemesis is Burt Reynolds on Celebrity Jeopardy. So one day, good old Burt, uh, decided to write down, instead of his name, Turd Ferguson. And the joke is that he refused to, to answer any questions despite, you know, buzzing in in Jeopardy, unless, you know, Alex Trebek referred to him as Turd Ferguson. Okay. Same, thing with the, same thing here. We must use the names. The names have meaning. You gotta let people self-describe themselves. Right. Find out what color their umbrella is. Find out where their cheese is. You gotta let it happen. Yeah, I, I guess. A Tribe Called Quest, fine. You win. All three. King Kun 3X. There'll be a time for that. Okay. If you hear any crying in the background, uh, that is a four-year-old who is doing all the goddamn the most. <laughs> By the way, for people who may be wondering what code switching is, I just did it. Inside joke. Okay. Um, anywho, so back to this outside joke stuff. So... I've been listening to some music, and... As usual, it's always ratchet. 
Or we don't say that on am the show. I am who I am, B. I, you know, speaking of which, you know, deep down in my soul, I know it's time for a future album. So a few more days and the new project, Wizards, is dropping. Can't wait. Well, they got a documentary I heard. It's like an hour long. I'm not watching that shit. I am only here for the trappiest of the trap beats and the uh, slightly above mumble level flows. Uh, Speaking of which... Hold on, wait a minute. Andre 3000 said that Future is... um, uh, Spokesperson? No, not spokesperson. I can't remember what the word he used, but it was like... he's It's like bad ideas, but he's like the, the... I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> I don't have the quote. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? I don't have here? the quote. I don't know. I don't know the quote. I'm sorry. And, Damn, listeners. I'll well, be honest. <laughs> and what little bit you remember, I'm going to say if Andre Three Stocks says it's so about music, well, then goddamn, it must be so. <laughs> Any event. Uh, so uh, I'm listening to some Texas shit. A uh, young man by the name of Killa Calione. He dropped a mixtape called uh, 30 Days, 30 Nights, or 30 for 30, something like that. Long story short, I had to come to the conclusion it was a mixtape. You know, she knew how I came to the conclusion it was a mixtape. Was it a DJ yelling all over it? No. And they, that was that was what made it hard. There were samples all over it that obviously it, didn't get cleared? It, it, <laughs> that's, that's, see, that's why I love this dude. Absolutely right. There were so many <laughs> damn samples. And I'm thinking to myself... You might be kind of baby balling, but right. you ain't balling to get you ain't got to you ain't got the two or three biggie songs out of bad boy records now in this lifetime. No, the fuck you did not. Right. You ain't stole yourself a Jay-Z and a just blaze joint off the black album. No, the fuck you I'm sorry, blueprint, not even the black. No, the fuck you did not, sir. Right. And then you, you had that uh uh that ZZ, that the uh that Z it's that Z shit, that Z shit. I'm like no, that's a current song right down now. <laughs> right. Nobody's licensing that out to you, sir. Yeah. Yeah. He, that's so, all. But, but, but here's the thing, though. The samples were all like, you know, stuff I like. Right. So, you know, and, and you know, the truth of the matter is a sample cannot help but always call into mind the hit from which it's taken from. Right. If it was indeed a hit. Right. So he's pulling these biggie, uh, these, you know, these classic mob deep uh, samples. He's pulling all. He pulled some West Coast, some some Dog Pound, some Daz Dillinger. He's pulling all basically the soundtrack of my youth, and he is fucking spitting hot lava all over these bangs. Be honest, Killer Calion. You gotta listen to this dude. Eh, I'll take him out. This dude's raps is like he, grown man raps. He's been co-signed by Bun B and Scarface. They're already calling him the goat. That's the name of the album, the goat, the goat too. Um, man, it's just so rare that you hear people who know how to write anymore. It's very rare, and who actually want to enunciate and hear all the things they're saying, right? And in not kind of an East Coast battle rap type format. That shit gets old. No, but the, I encourage you, listeners, if you if you are a fan of not quite the new new. But that in between, that in between, um, you know, two thousand and odd six to now, you like those that in between period? Would that be like Big Crit. Ooh. Big Crit. Oh, Crit dropped an album. Did you listen to it? I didn't know he dropped one. Yeah, it's not a full album. It's like six songs, six tracks. Okay. I know how you feel about Crit. I like Crit, but my my boy 
Kyle Leon, I mean, he's just he's got had some shit on his chest. Yeah. You know, he 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 rapped over the uh, B.I.G. Robert Kelly, I'm fucking you tonight. Okay, that's a dope yeah. song. He, the guy he had singing was 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 full of shit. I don't I don't know. Must have been a cousin. It's like one of those take your time, boy. Well, take your time. Let the Lord use you situations. <laughs> <laughs> where the person clearly cannot fucking sing. And so, you know, he rapped over it. His his rhymes are great, but the person singing the hooks trying to be Robert Kelly on the track was right. awful. Nasally, bad, terrible. So, you know what happened? Funny thing happened. At some point, because I've listened to this, to this uh, Killer Calione album like a lot. A lot. Hashtag 21 Savage. But, um... I started hearing the OG sample and I started hearing, you know, Robert Kelly sing the lyrics, particularly how bad the other guy was. And the interesting thing is we still not that many days away from surviving R. Kelly. I'm a rational person, I like to think. And I've taken a hard anti-R. Kelly stance. Right. The show where we talked about this. And I find what he's doing deplorable. Unlike you, I don't need any more evidence because we have our entire lives where we've this he's been around smoke. Smoke being underage women. Underage being, you know, wherever he was. He younger women, women under 18. That being said, be honest. You know what K pop is? K pop is Korean pop. Do you know how popular that is? In Korea, it's very, very popular. In fact, it's popular here too, man. Uh, yeah, it is. But I'm talking about in, in Korea, it's like fanatic, right? Level. And so, I think you might have talked about this maybe on Musical Love Life. I'm not sure, but at some point, I think maybe you were in a conversation where the upshot was that there is a very their pop music has a formula. Things that are catchy that are innately catchy, innately get stuck in our ears, has a formula. Right. So, so keep that in mind with the next thing I'm going to say about Robert Kelly. There's actually a book called This Is Your Brain on Music. If you're a nerd, then you, will, you, you might want to read that. It talks about how, um, and I, I don't know what you're about to say, but things like um, when you go to church and you think it's the Holy Spirit getting you, actually it's the chord progressions and they're, the way that they're designed, they're designed to make that little hair stand up on the back of your neck that you think is the spirit. It's really just the chord progression. But, you know, this is your brain on, on music. Go ahead. Well, that's kind of a similar vein. So this is since this whole Surviving R. Kelly stuff has been happening, I have not played a single R. Kelly song on any of my streaming services. However, Almost every major hit from my childhood at some point has been playing itself in, in my actual mind. This shit is crazy. This fucker really is the Pied Piper. He's got us all brainwashed. That's how he keeps getting out of these situations. He had like 22 counts of child pornography. He got out of it. Yeah. I think he's a wizard. Right. No, seriously. I think he's a magical Negro. So, oh, okay. Let me, you got to paint the picture a little better than that, though. So you're sitting in your office saying, no music is playing Anywhere. at all. No music is playing. Nope. And what you start doing is, do you start humming or is it just in your head? It's just in my head. So do you hum or, or beatbox or anything to it? 
okay, maybe the I'm fucking you tonight because that was super specific and specific point in my life. I might have, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's about the only one. No, no. Then there's, you know, the... Because I don't think... Download remix. How can you just hear it in your head and not, like, move to it or something? Home the bass line or something. How you doing? What the hell is... Yeah, man. It's it's crazy. Why is this happening? Wow. It's your brain on music, man. It's your brain on music. Listeners, anybody else having this problem of you not really seeking out any R. Kelly songs, but without doing that, your mind is replaying to you various R. Kelly songs during this time when we're trying to... Hashtag mute R. Kelly or cancel R. Kelly. <laughs> this is crazy. Kevin said last week on Music Love Life that he was singing um, Happy People. He kept he keeps singing Happy People. It keeps popping up in his head. He keeps humming it. He keeps singing it. And um, I think I, I was, um, I put in the Slack, I was uh, looking. Oh, 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 oh. That video That's what was playing in my mind the entire time you're talking. The download remix. It's right. crazy. I was, I, I looked at that video um, on YouTube where it was showing the girls. I guess it was like the next night. It was R. Kelly's birthday or something. He was in a club singing his hits. And all the girls were singing along and saying, you know, that they were there and whatever. He had a song, the one that's called Etc. I think his name is Etc. But that shit jams. And since then, now, that has been playing. But I've, it's been, I've been doing the bass line and everything. So this is just that he, one yes, song. As long as he's been been doing this since it's like, what, 92? Yeah, yeah, early 90s. Yeah. Because public announcement, I think that song Honey Love and all that was like yeah. 91 or 2 or something. Off of Jason's lyric, if you ain't seen Jason's lyric, uh, turn in your goddamn card. You know which one I'm talking about. Again, <laughs> bink, that was another instance of me code switching for right. those that don't know what that is. Secondly, uh, how many misses have, do you even recall? I mean, he's had a few, but not a lot of misses, given the body of work he has. Well, I stopped liking... All of his music around that trapped in the closet time. It started getting real stupid to me. I think that um, the song he did with Mr. Biggs or whatever he's talking about, Woman Shut Up, I Told You Stop Talking, Get to Walking, all that, that was jamming, but uh, that was an Ozzy Brothers song. But I think during that time when the trapped in the closet thing started happening, it started getting real weird. And I didn't like the fact that it was like 10 parts to that song and they all sounded the same and there wasn't really a real strong melody. It was just kind of like freestyle um, abstract. I didn't like that. Now, that double disc though, R dot R period or whatever that was, that was the last album. I was like, oh man, this is crazy. Listeners, let's get in the trust tree. Close the door. There's a door on your tree? It's a tree house. I always considered the trust tree kind of like a tree house, perhaps a fort. I thought we were just upside down. (laughs) I thought we were just upside down hanging off branches. I didn't know we were like. No, no, no. Jesus, be honest, we'd have no privacy then. What would even be the point? Well, we're high. Anyway, <laughs> not that high. Depends uh, on what you smoke. Hashtag Nathan Nice. <laughs> right. Hashtag Prince Reginald. <laughs> right. hashtag, hashtag Jamie Mack. Um, any event, listeners, my esteemed co host, you're over the age of 30, and you're going to go. Have some romantic time with your significant other, and you're gonna play music. Are we really canceling these fuck songs? Is that what's happening? We losing all this black tapes. It's black. Is that what's happening? <laughs> Are we really gonna cancel R. Kelly because we ain't cancel Michael Jackson? Right. Uh, Elvis never got canceled. Priscilla was 14. 
Yeah, Google but it. I guess the 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 difference is they're saying that these songs are written about girls, and I don't think Michael Jackson when he said "Your butt is mine," I don't think he was talking to a kid. Well, here's the problem. Be honest. The songs are no longer about what they were written for. Right, of course. The songs are now about they belong to us. the fuck we were doing right. when the song made its imprint on us. They belong to us, you're right. So we exercising, excising, not exercising, we excising, cutting out huge portions of our memory. Because I heard somebody say that, you know, Cancel R. Kelly, you know, it's not that, you know, it's the catalog, but it's, it's, it's easy, whatever. It's not that great. That's, these are lies, sir. These are lies. Everybody 35 and over, your life has been molded in some way, shape, or form. If you've ever had the occasion to listen to R&B music, you can't escape <laughs> this nigga. He was prolific. Not just that. Did you see Chance the Rapper? I guess he, I saw an article. I didn't watch the, mini, the documentary, but I guess he's apologizing to all black women for ever working with him. If you live in Chicago and you are an artist, especially if you're an R&B artist, know. Give me a fucking break. You're you're you are there because R. Kelly opened the door for you. And you can only get through that door until recently if he puts you on. Right. There's a lot. I, I've read someone, there's a lot of overlap between Chance's crew and Robert's crew. And um, and so, you know, it, and it makes sense. When somebody's the king of your city, I mean shit, man. I mean, I you can heard. make a strong argument that he was on his way to be the the musical MJ of Chicago. I haven't heard. Because he was about to take all the way the fuck off when that first child molestation issue popped up. Yeah. I haven't heard uh, Dave Hollister, Donnell Jones. I haven't heard none of those dudes say anything. They're, they've been quiet. All the Chicago, you know, greats. Trying to fuck up their money? Yeah. You know who doesn't give a fuck about what's going? Well, actually, no. Joe ain't said shit either. If I was Joe, <laughs> right. I'd be all over. Why? Why? Because there's rumors that R. Kelly uh, <laughs> paid radio stations not to play Joe's song, and the label. They were on the same label at the time. And you know, in addition, R. Kelly, there, there's allegations he actually worked with Joe and strung him along once he realized it was actually competition. So, not surprised. People in power. Doing you know terrible things because they can. So yeah, he's a that being man. said, I would imagine Joe would be enjoying all this, talking loud. He'd have been the first tweet, not Tank, right? But uh, that's that's enough on this fool. So yeah. I don't know what we do, listeners. I I got I I am realizing after our last show on R Kelly that I actually have quite a substantial R Kelly catalog that marks huge, important moments of my life. And I don't know what the hell to do with that. Right. Don't. And no, I can't separate it from the man, but it's not black and white. Speaking of black and white, so, be honest, what the entire fuck are y'all doing in Atlanta in this Colin Kaepernick thing? What do you mean? I thought we had decided, Jay-Z said it, Jay-Z had said, and that we was not going to be participating at the halftime show of the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. So Jay-Z gets all the money in the world working with everybody white, doing everything for any, anybody, whatever. And now he says, don't do it. So people are going to stop doing it. People need to get their money. Well, remember, Travis Scott, you know, currently the hottest rapper from uh, Houston, from the Houston, Texas area. Number two, be my boy, Killer Calion. He was He was in the news because apparently he was asked to be a special guest of Maroon 5. 
And so uh, Jay-Z and another person whose name escapes me were going to talk with him to convince him not to do it. And my whole deal was, you know, Travis Scott's Astroworld album is like maybe double platinum? Could be. At this point, it's very close. In other words, he doesn't need the exposure. (laughs) He's doing... He's he's traveling to different venues, putting up an almost entire amusement park. That's crazy as right. a set prop. Right. Any event. So, so while we over looking at the young boy uh, Travis Scott, and you know, we were betrayed deep in the heart of Atlanta from someone who's guessed originally from Decatur. To be honest, I'm looking at you because. Somehow or another, this has happened on your watch. One half of the greatest hip-hop rap duo to ever live. Fight me on this. O-U-T-K-E-S-T. Fight me on this. Big Boy has decided he will represent the ATL at the Super Bowl. Notwithstanding... I thought we was not supporting the NFL this year, man. What the fuck, though? First of all, he's not from Decatur or Atlanta. He's from Savannah. But, okay. Uh, three stacks from Decatur. I thought That's you said- because I can never imagine Big Boy doing anything by himself without Andre three stacks guiding him. Oh, okay. Yeah, so here, here's the thing. Uh, everybody made a big deal. Why aren't there more Atlanta people in the Super Bowl? Because it's in Atlanta— and so Big Boy does it, and now motherfuckers are mad about that. Like, it, it never ends. It never ends. We are standing with Cap, be honest. No, Duh. We're not standing with Cap. I watched the playoffs. I've, I've watched almost every playoff game. Are you, did, did you not watch any of these games? I'm not at liberty to discuss that. <laughs> right. <We're, laughs> black people are now watching the football games again. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's happening. Do I want Colin Kaepernick's... Uh, not legacy. That's not the right word. I don't think it's long enough for it to be a legacy. His uh, ideas. Too much time now. He's not going back. And he doesn't want to go back anyway. I want, I want there to be better things. I want better for the, the NFL players and for the people who, who support the NFL. I want better things. However, it's playoff football, man. Like, it's like the R. Kelly thing. How do you untrain yourself? How do you unprogram, your, deprogram yourself from being a playoff nut? When the playoffs happen, it's a big deal. Think of all the times you and your dad or you and your uncles or whoever, when you were too young to even recognize football, you saw the excitement in their lives. So then when you got old enough to start liking football, now it's on you and you're like, oh man, this is exciting. And it comes down to one game and there's this, this, all this, you know, it's impossible not to get caught up in that. Yeah, you could fight it, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and just turn your TV off or, you know, throw your TV in the ground or whatever, but it's very, very difficult to, un- to deprogram yourself and not watch something like the playoffs. NFL is probably the hardest sport of all of our sports. Difficult. Yeah, man. I, I'm not going to lie. Um, I may have perused some of the box scores <laughs> and some of the highlights. Whatever, man. You watched the game or two. You know you've season. watched the game or two. Here's the thing. Travis- I may be aware, just, you know, from a newsworthy Position just to make sure that I, you know, am in the know with, you know, how the seasons have gone. I, I do know that uh, Beyonce's greatest fear is actually one game away. That would be the New Orleans Saints playing for the Super Bowl deep in the heart of Atlanta. Uh, 
I don't want to talk about this. Why are you? Why are you trying to make this an emotional I'm show? Just, just, here's what I'm, I'm just here's, saying. You know, here's what I'm to talk really about. <laughs> you, you have some affinity to this. I'm gonna get emotional, you know, man. I noticed that you know they are literally one game away from, and you know, would they win it if they were there? I don't know. Probably, because I think that let's let's just do it this way. Be honest. So, if you've heard. Um, the final four for the Super Bowl breaks down as this. Los Angeles Rams versus the New Orleans Saints. Yep. Uh, at New Orleans. And the one and two seed. And then on the AFC side, the one and two seed. Kansas City Chiefs versus the Patriots in Kansas City. Who's in the Super Bowl, man? Why? Because it's newsworthy. You know, I, I went vegan for a full three months because I watched uh, a documentary called What the Health. So, you know, I tried. Oh, you know, we, some, there, you know so we got, now we're in the fan time. Right. So be honest, because we're both knowledgeable individuals and we have to be aware of these things. Who thinks it will be in the Super Bowl? Who do I think or who am I rooting for? <laughs> who do you think? Okay. Because I know who you're not rooting for. Okay. I am thinking that it is going to be, I hate to say it, man. Well, actually, you know what? I think that KC comes out on the, in the AFC this time. I know it's going to be a tough win, but I think that they, I think that young boy, they're going to put both the, I think that, I think they're going to come up with something to to beat the Patriots. It's going to be tough though, because the Patriots have Jesus, that. Man, you stammered, stuttered. Yeah, I all of those. I, I don't think I, you believe that. I know because it's so difficult to beat Tom Brady. But I really believe that this time KC is going to get in there this time. So I'm putting KC. Well, they're going to be in Kansas City. Yeah. So that you know that's not going to help Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm giving it to KC. I'm giving it to KC on the other side. I don't want to say it, man, but I think Drew Brees' bitch ass is going to figure out a way to to do it, and and New Orleans is going to take this city over, man. Now I watched that defense today. Gurley's going to have a huge day. He didn't have a huge day against. Yeah, he didn't have a huge day against the the um, Cowboys. The the backup dude Anderson came in with his little chubby self and 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 got some you know great plays. Hey man, you know the Dallas the football team in Dallas got what it deserved more than what it deserved. But in any event, let's talk about winners here. So, um, you know, I just think uh, Gurley's going to be a problem for a Saint, for for New Orleans. I just don't think that defense is going to be able to handle Gurley. Um, yeah, but, but the, uh, the Mercedes Benz arena, the second one is going to be, uh, no, that's not what it's called. It's called the, uh, Superdome by Mercedes Benz. Anyway, uh, long story short, that's going to be really loud. And I just think that's going to be very difficult for perhaps a young team to play in, which the Rams are our young team. Whereas, you know, the, the, the actual chiefs are going to benefit from being at home and, uh, you know, they maybe are too young to know they shouldn't be this good. So that'll be interesting. You know what else is interesting? I'm waiting. Me neither. <laughs> waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> be honest. Guess what I did yesterday? <sighs> so you didn't watch the playoffs. All the things I could possibly do. Just what's the what's one thing you think I might have done yesterday? You didn't stand for cap. That's obvious. Um Man, Box scores, we talked about this. <laughs> I don't know, man. What, what did you do yesterday? 
be honest, uh, the Reverend Kunta married two whole-ass human beings yesterday in eternal matrimony. You, come on, man. We got to have some backstory. Right. We got to have some backstory, man. You can't just jump into the I married some people. No, it's not I married some people. Be honest. As you know. I do. And as people inside the select know. And I think I'm, I'm a said man it, of yeah. the cloth. <laughs> as a man of the cloth, oh, I am ordained, called by the highest of authorities to wed people in the great state of California. And so these two individuals came to me and could think of no one better than your friendly neighborhood, Reverend King Kunta, to oversee their wedding. And so yesterday, I, I, I married off two individuals, and it was, it was a bucket list thing. It was pretty cool. You know what's not pretty cool? I was actually uh, the only black person there. And wait a minute. Okay, hold on. majority was not white <laughs> at all. Wait a minute. They weren't white or not black. Latino. Nope, not Latino. <laughs> yes. Damn. 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 Your boy married two Asian Americans. Did you advertise in a newspaper or something? Like, what? How did this happen? No, uh, one is my friend from like a long time ago. We kept in touch. <laughs> got married. <laughs> and it's like you know. Do you like going to weddings, be honest? No. I don't either. So, you know, people send me wedding invitations. You know, I just ignore them shits. I don't really, you know, I don't really respond, you know. Hey, In my can mind, I... I say, well, you have a year after they're married to give them a gift. Well, okay, see, that's not uh, what I'm thinking. How, tell, tell me, am I an asshole? You said you got a year after to give them a gift. I'm thinking, in a year, will they still be married? Oh, my God, I feel bad even saying it. Well, yeah, the odds are probably in your favor. But in any event, I kind of don't like going to these things. So I got an invitation to go to the wedding, and this is, is, is a closer friend. So this is somebody that I would actually perhaps buy the gift for. But as far as going to the wedding, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't so sure. So I did what I do. I ignored the message for quite some time. And then I got a text message asking me if I was going to RSVP. And then after I said, yes, of course. Then I was asked to officiate the wedding. What? <laughs> I didn't even really plan on going. Right. Until this here text. So what do you do? Are you going to tell somebody you know? Well, you might. Because sometimes you're yeah. savagely heartless in random times. No, just... What would you do, be honest? You wouldn't really plan on going. And you've forgotten about the whole thing. And not only do you are you asked where you going, you're asked if you will officiate the wedding. This is okay. you're putting me on the spot, man. Because you know, exactly. I, I, no, no, I'm talking about you. You're putting me in the spot because, first of all, me getting ordained would be a joke. I, I that's laughable to me. So, not no disrespect to your, you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> Damn, Universal like, Church of Life. I guess I guess there's no way to say that. No disrespect, and then say religion is bullshit. But. <sighs> Come on, man! I can't be non-denominational. Be honest, it's different. I, no, it's not. I can't be a. I can't be a, a minister. I can't do this. So, like, if well, I am a minister apparently in the great state of California and beyond. <laughs> That's just funny to me. I'm sorry. That's hilarious to me. 
I'm sorry, man. Well, to be honest, you're going to go right <laughs> on my prayer list. Bam, there you go. <laughs> don't pray for me, man, because I don't know who you pray I to. I need a financial blessing. I'm going to play on finances. <laughs> Let your finances be blessed. Lord, put up a shrub, a hedge, a hedge of protection around Be Honest and Kid Honest. Let 2019 be the year. Oh, man. But honestly, no, look, honestly, Kunta, no, no, there's absolutely no way now, though. If, I am a minister, to be honest. You no, have to accept this. I, mean, I have listen, a certificate. Listen to what I'm going to say. There's absolutely no way now, if me and Kit ever renewed our vows, that you're not going to be our minister. There's absolutely no way. That's fine. Hey, I'm down because weddings, funerals, bar mitzvahs, when you think of solemn events and you need a blessing from on high, think Reverend King Kunta, 3X. We'll insert a cool uh, sound effect later. <laughs> or not. You get it. Imagine We're me not. winking. Do it with your mouth. Do, it, do what you think it should sound like. And I'll see if I can find it. I'm not going to do that because, <laughs> no, that's not happening. Who do you think you're talking to? French <laughs> Reginald? I'm going to go Black Roxanne here. Oh, shit. Smooth. We don't do that. On, <laughs> be honest. We do not do that here. All right. I'm having too much fun. Let me calm down. All right, man. So, in any event, so... I'm procrastinating to go. It's a bit of a long drive. It's about 55 miles or so. And I get my suit on and I get it that I'm going to wear. I don't even know what the color is going to be. There's no rehearsal. I've been given a script. And I get in, in the car and my wife and I are running late. You know what I realized? No fucking cufflinks on a shirt that requires cufflinks. <laughs> but I'm running late. You're the priest. You have to be ready. So what I did was I said, hey. And you're the only black person there. You have to be on time, dude. Say, hey, man. These sleeves on my jacket, they're actually going to hold the shirt together. Mm-mm. No one will know I don't have cufflinks on. No. So I married these two lovebirds wearing a shirt requiring cufflinks with no goddamn cufflinks. And it worked? They didn't come out? They didn't come out. They didn't come out. It was amazing. Wow. Except it was it was cold as fuck. Oh, California cold. It was about like fifty, and it was threatening to rain. And so I had to like stand in like front of all these Asian people for like a very, very, very long time. And I feel like they were wondering who the fuck was I, and I was wondering who the fuck they were. So it was like you know it was very awkward. <laughs> and so at one point I decided to turn my back and pretend that I was like praying or something. Cause that seemed like the right thing to do, right? People like that at weddings. <laughs> what's he doing? Oh, he's talking to God. So that's what I did. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm I am by no means a fashion dude, like by any means. I I really spend almost no money on clothes. However, are are cufflink shirts still in? I don't know. <laughs> and that's a whole other conversation <laughs> on why I was deep in my shirt bag. But I didn't have them, and I thought I had them, and I needed them for the look I was going going for. Actually, which preachers though? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Greenleaf. On Greenleaf, they were. Uh, Cufflinks. So maybe that's in for preachers. Could be. I don't know. I fancy myself more as a teacher <laughs> than a preacher, an educator. I would have loved to have seen that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, man. So it was crazy. So then I got like mic'd twice. Like, what the fuck? So I, had, I was like wearing this one mic that was like remote for a video. And I'm, at the same time, I have like an actual microphone for like uh, to, 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 uh, for the guests to hear me speak. It was crazy. Oh, I know and why. And like, had the script. And she picked the smallest-ass fun possible to put this shit in. And so I was like, what? Are you, like, trying to trip me up? Is this a trap? So, like, the whole entire time I'm reading this shit, I'm really, really, 
really trying not to fuck up. And I got to say, some of the stuff, not how I would have phrased it. So, but it was, it worked out. It was fine. Uh, no one talked to me before, during, or after any significant way, you know, because. You're the help. Yeah, that. And <laughs> me and my wife were the two brownest people there. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy because my wife's Latina. That's crazy. It was, we were the two brownest people there. It was crazy. That's a story though, man. You cannot replace that. That is, that is. No, what, I can't. It's yeah. a bucket list. I got to watch these two people, one of which I know very well. Right. You know, join the marriage fun that you and I had experienced every day, all day, 24, 7, 52, 365. Because of you though. It was because of you. Without you, that ceremony didn't happen. They'd have to get another guy. It makes True. you important, man. You're important. No, it was. It was, it was, a, it was a cool moment because I had the best seat in the house. Funny thing, there was a flower girl. Flower girl really didn't want to be the flower girl, like, at all. Not happening. So her dad was carrying her and throwing the flowers out. So the flower girl turned into a flower person. thought that was pretty weird. I'm, not many fathers would do that. I wouldn't fucking do that. I'm like, well, that's how she feels about it. You should have known better than asking her to be in your wedding. Right. I think a lot of kids do that, though. I've seen that at a few weddings. No, but the dad wound up dispensing the flowers oh yeah i never seen that yeah yeah no that was pretty fucking weird i was like uh you flower person okay right. any event so that was what that was about bucket list checkity check so listeners you know you're in the southern california area and you're looking for a, a blessed event look up your boy king kunta 3x on the gram so you're not flying out to dubai to marry people i don't think that's what they do in dubai oh they need to do other things when you get flew, flown out, flown out in Dubai. <laughs> you're going to be busy doing some things. <laughs> Bring some wet naps, like a lot of them. You're right. You're going to need them all. Right. Ugh. Jeez, man. Um, I don't know. Your favorite Instagram thoughty has been engaged in some things with your Saudi or Dubaian or Arabic. Whatever, what, uh, all all your internet, all your Instagram favorites, every last one of them. That sucks. Whenever you you're following somebody and they randomly fly out to, to you know UAE or Dubai, something's getting done. By the way, Kim Car- Kim Kardashian used to fly out to Dubai really pretty pretty often, but not recently. I think the last time Kanye may have drawn the line. <laughs> she wasn't doing it while she was married. I hope. I don't know what to tell you, man. I just know that there's a lot of smoke. Uh, <laughs> and Kanye and Drake are still not talking. That's a weird triangle, though. Is it, though? Yeah, it is. Drake it is. is literally doing what you and I would do if we were single on that age and had access. Right. We would literally be going through the entire catalog of people we thought were even remotely attractive. Right. In Hollywood. Yeah, I agree. Clearly, the, you know... The Madonna thing didn't work out for. Yeah, but I mean, okay, so, but if, you, if you're if you Drake and you can have, you know, damn near any woman that you want, you're really going to mess with Drake, I mean, with Kanye's woman? That's, that just seems petty. I, I, don't, I guess I don't look at it as, as like, I need to beat you. It's almost like he thinks it's a competition to all the other guys. I never really felt like that. I think it's probably just a very slight, very small check in a very large book. But in any event, <laughs> um, right. Moving on. 
be honest, did you see that a uh, meme, not meme, that video of the of the weather announcer in like Rochester, New York, or somewhere upstate New York, who got fired for air quotes inadvertently using a a racial slur on television? No, what's which slur? The N word. He was trying to say MLK Street, but he's gonna say all of it. So he got the Martin, he got the Luther out, he got the King out. Oh, wait. He didn't get the king out. He didn't even come close to the king. He said Martin Luther Kuhn Drive. Wow. On live TV. Did you and say, did you start saying he got fired? Yes, he got fired, man. Wow. Now, his defense was I was reading it too fast and that came out. Mm-hmm. I actually believe him. I don't believe he meant to say Kuhn on TV. I think that really goes more deeper to what's in his psyche. Right. But. So I digress. So you can fall into one of two camps. What I just said, and so, you know, either way, good riddance, because that's what you're really thinking. Right. Or you can fall into, well, let's be honest. Haven't we all said something we regret? Oh, black oh, people, black people mistakes. say black people say everything they're not supposed to say. Black people are constantly saying things that are inflammatory towards white people in their faces and in and at work. Al Roker has come to this weather, fellow weather person's defense. And I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know about Al Roker. I don't know if he's one of us. One of them. He's one of... I would say he's, he's, he's leaned to the other side a little bit. I just don't know much about Al Roker, but he's come to this guy's defense vigorously. But the guy, as we podcast here today, is not getting his job back. Why do you Speaking think he came to people, his side? Huh? Why do you think Al Roker, does, are they friends? Like, do they? Are... Like I said, maybe Al Roker understands that if you are a human being every now and then, you're going to say something that you don't mean to say. It doesn't mean it's incorrect. It could just mean it's going to hurt people's feelings. That's right. Al Roker probably is one of them. He looks a little lot like ruckusy. He? he does. He does. He, he does, does look a little bit like he him. Does. Speaking of uh, one of them, let's talk about them's problems that are caused, that are being caused to this country. We are now in the longest government shutdown of all time. You know that, be honest? Congratulations, Donald Trump and Democrat, Democratic Party. CNN poll that I read uh, earlier today says that overwhelmingly most Americans blame Trump for the government shutdown rather than. Democratic Party, maybe CNN.com. Okay. Anywho, um, yeah, man. And so his, uh, Trump's, uh, one of his economic advisors in his cabinet has said that the government employees who are being furloughed, who are not being paid, they should see this as just a vacation that they really, and they really needed the vacation anyway. <laughs> this is, a, this is some high level niggardry going on. You were right, man. This is some crazy shit. Huh? Trump's, it's from the top down. They just don't give a fuck. Yeah. You need a vacation anyway. Here's, here's my thing. I, my mother's been a teacher for basically all my life. And um, a couple of years, the past two, not this year, but two years ago and three years ago, they did furlough days for the teachers. So 
um, the kids missed school because it was snowing and there were some days or whatever where they were supposed to try to make those days up. But instead of making those days up, they just said to the kids, hey, fuck it, you know, y'all y'all stay home. But the parent, the teachers never got paid for it. And so then what they did was they furloughed the teacher's pay and like really thousands of dollars came out of my mom's check throughout that year. I don't remember anybody standing up and crying about that, but that kind of stuff happens. I'm, pro- I'm, I'm assuming if in, in Atlanta that it happens all over the country often. So let's apply this on a national stage because these are federal employees. Right. And let's talk about what that means when you have parts of the government that does not work. Oh, none of the government works. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're talking so about... the TSA... Don't need them. Well... They're having people call in sick, a uh, 50% higher rate as of today. Right. And as a result, uh, I read a news story where a weapon did make it onto a flood. There was a marshal on the plane, or they found it later. The guy couldn't get it. So you've got a president who is trying to stand, prop up his presidency based on border security. And the shutdown is affecting people, at least some people who are part of ensuring that the borders are secure. It's just, you know, these contradictions, these are just the times we're living in, but, you know, flying right now actually is more dangerous because the TSA is now understaffed and, you know, what small, slight, almost imperceptible percentage of good they were doing because I'm no fan of the TSA is being uh, decreased because, you know, and a lot of people don't want to work for free and I can't see I blame them. Right. Especially a job like that. Yeah. So, you know, there are these great memes of how TSA is now patting down people, but it's really not funny. If you think about it, it's really not funny. Right. We, you know, Trump has said all these statements about all the violent criminals that are coming in from the southern border. It's not true. Double down today and said that, you know, if we secure the southern border, crime across the country is going to go down for sure. There's no rhyme or reason connection in that. Last time I checked, Chicago, Chirac is not Chirac because some immigrants from the Honduras have taken up to come in and set up shop. So, you know... No, whoa, 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 but, but, but he, tried, he tried to say he was going to send some feds to Chicago and everybody lost their damn mind. So you can't use Chicago as... Yeah, and his, he didn't do it. You, because because he he's got, a liar. No, because people started all that bullshit about... what well, It doesn't matter. The southern border, that's what we're talking about. I still feel like it would be a symbol. And I know you don't agree with me, but I feel like there's something in people's psyche... Where, for instance, if you had, and I hate to use this as an example because he, he probably does feel like we're all his kids, but if you have a if you have a child that is out of their fucking mind and you can't figure out how to punish them for whatever it is that they're, they're, they've lost their mind, they're like all the way gone, you have to start somewhere small. You have to start taking back small things from them to let them know that you're serious. And it's, and it's really just the psychological part of it. If you're going to just let them do whatever and walk over, run over what you would however, then they're going to continue to do so. But if you, mar- if you stop one thing, the second you stop one thing, 
that sends a message out to that kid psychologically to know, oh, well, well, well damn, I can't, I can't do anything I want to. This person is serious. And I know you don't believe that the wall does that, but I believe that the wall does that. The wall has not really been taken seriously forever. The idea that we're going to spend all this money to, to stop people from coming in on the wall, whether it works or not, is really just a psychological saying of we're not just fucking around. This is, we're, we're willing to spend this much money to, to, you know, to ramp up the, the wall efforts because we want you to understand that not only at the southern border, but just wherever, we're serious about immigration. We're serious about you coming here illegally. And this is, this is, like the, the, this is the way I'm showing you that we're going to start somewhere as opposed to just never doing anything. What? Because what's Probably the plan? What, what's the plan if we don't do the wall? What's the plan? Not a single congressperson, neither the House or the Senate, wants open borders. One. Two, the plan currently given uh, to the president to, to have been signed had $1.6 or so billion dollars earmarked for border security. Three, symbolism. You want to show a symbol of that we mean it to whom? Because your to whom, I believe, is at odds with some of the fundamental core principles upon which this country likes to say it was founded upon. Right. Give me your tired. Right. Your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. That is on the Statue of Liberty. For most of my life, the, this is the type of PR that, see, listeners, as we go on, we're going to go on deeper dives. Pretty soon, you guys are going to know that King Kunt is actually not a liberal. This is the message <laughs> that was sent. This is the PR. This is what, you know, we say America stands for is we're a shining city on a hill. A beacon. Anyone that can get here, you know, you can you can make you can have a life here. You can you can live your dreams here. All things are possible in America if you work hard and catch a break. This is AKA luck and pluck. This is typecasting. This has been the message for a long time, hundred years almost. What Trump is saying is fuck all that. So he's rejecting that message and he's inserting a new message of what appears to be white nativism. And why do I say white nativism? Maybe I should say Eurocentric nativism. Because you're racist? Probably. If I could be, which I can't, but that's a whole different thing. Uh, there's no problem with European immigrants, of which the first lady of the United States is, as well as her family. This is focused purely on people who are brown. That's... That simply isn't a message that I think anybody who is brown should be wanting to be a part of. Because Trump is trying to replace actively one narrative of this is the land of the free home, the brave, and land of opportunity. Anyone can come here as long as you want to do what's right and become a citizen. Because it's never just, I don't think you'll find anybody who's going to say, it's cool having no borders and having illegal aliens. That's just fine. Right. People who have no no uh, hope or dream of ever becoming a citizen. That's cool. No rational person is going to say that. So Trump is trying to replace that narrative with fuck everybody who's not of European descent. I have a problem with that, and I reject that wholeheartedly. 
And I don't know why you can't. As you talk about this is a symbol of we're not like you. Who's we? Who's you? Americans. What is that? What does it mean to be American? We've already this had this past There's election no cycle. We, we put in a, the, the, probably one of the, well, the most diverse Congress probably in the history of Congress. What do is what does an American look like? Well, can I just ask I you this? Know. We've already we've already had that conversation. Do you think? I'm, I'm saying yeah, but we are. But you're still wanting to say well, we need to show them that this is you know we mean it. We mean what? Who is them? The people who aren't Americans. What do you mean? Who is them? Why, like why is it so difficult for you to understand that there are people here who are not Americans? But they want to become Americans. So what? They're not though, and they have to go through the but process. They, they, they one. One, there are means in this country well established for the entirety in which this country's been established on how to become a citizen of this country. Two, Trump is really focused on asylum sinkers, and we've talked about that too. Seeking asylum is not, I mean, who is the symbol pointed at? That's what I want to know. Are you, are you talking about only people who want to enter our country illegally and never become a citizen? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Well, based on that, I can't disagree with you. That's what I'm talking about. I, let me ask you this. Do you think that our current immigration system is working right now? For honest, the past however many 90 years. 90% of any systems we have are working at the optimal levels. So, yes, the, the immigration system needs to be improved. Right. The people that want to become citizens should have an easier path to become citizens uh, rather than what it is in some cases, which discourages some people. Right. Uh, and then you wind up with someone who's been living here for 50 or 60 years and is not a citizen. Not because they didn't want to, but because they were discouraged and I guess somehow fell through the cracks. That's not, what's, that's not what I want. That's not what I think uh, most liberals want. I think people do want um, avenues for which people who want to become Americans to become Americans. Just as if you were to move to Canada or Liberia, you would want an avenue to become a citizen there if that's where you're going to live. And there's a process for that. Why is our process failing? That's not a simple question. And it certainly you're isn't right. solved by a wall. You're right. That, 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 was a silly, that was a silly question. But, I mean, the, the problem, though, is we have to start somewhere. And I don't know that I don't know that immigration is where we start. We've had this talk before too. I don't know that immigration is where we start, but there's so many things that are failing. If nothing else, Trump is showing everybody how close we were to failing already. His prototype wall was cut through with a common table saw. His prototype steel wall. It's such a ridiculous thing. I can't even though I understand that we're fighting over we meaning the Congress and Senate and the president are fighting over what's a percentage of the budget. It's still important. It's an important issue that I think the symbol that we need to show is that America is the land of opportunity for anyone willing to, tr to try to follow the, the laws and become an American citizen. That's what's missing from Trump's rhetoric. Right. Speaking of which, you know, that rhetoric actually goes to a very specific sort of uh, position of his base. Be honest, you remember when I, we talked about um, these individuals led by a triple amputee uh, was trying to have a GoFundMe to fund the wall, building, <laughs> uh, building the wall to fund it themselves? I, I stopped paying attention at $15 million, but yes, I remember. Well, they made it to 20 That's That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. However... 
uh, GoFundMe is now returning the money to everyone that, that pledged. Oh, that's come on. You, you can't know why? Do, you can't do that. Here's why. Because the guy who started it, the triple amputee, has decided that he now wants to do something different with the money. He would rather instead put the money into a private PAC organization or a private LLC or a, a private investment vehicle, and then he would then oversee the building of the wall. Mm. <laughs> Hell to the no. True. Hell to the no, sir. <laughs> Triple amputee. Sorry. No way. Just get, Just let me hold this money. And I will put it into this LLC, <laughs> and we will go and build the wall. Because right now, we do no longer believe handing to the government the twenty million we've we've raised is a good idea. This is my <laughs> this is a better idea. He'd be the highest paid CEO in 2018, 2019, I mean. <laughs> Sadly, he wouldn't. But uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> but that's so. Let's so let's dig deeper. So when we talked about this story, Bianca, she had this idea. Or this notion or this inkling that this is really just someone who's tapped into to this uh, groundswell this, uh, of people who want to want to want this symbol that, right. hey, you know, we're going to keep America the way it is or looking the way it is. And we want to make sure that, that we know who's American and who's not. Right. Well, according to uh, MSNBC, it seems that this whole entire expedition was an email gathering exercise because when you sign up to pledge your email is taken right and then the next thing you know you find yourselves with a newsletter from the starter of the gofundme do you know how much power it is to have that many followers that to be an influence of that many people yeah you can you can parlay that type of leverage into a lot of different things. Yeah, you can sell that too. And so, you know, we don't know at this point if this this was to sell it just for money, to leverage it for a potential uh, po- political run, right? For the fundraiser, the fundraiser's name is Mr. Brian. Cole Feige? Cole uh, I don't know. There's no way I'm ever voting for him for anything. Even, even if I did vote. That's just that. He, it was, so, he, why, so he's accumulated all these emails and he's already been found to have acted in... To, he's been found to have said he was in... That he was affiliated with two other websites. Right. That he's not. And one of these websites is known for actively providing content that serves this no of that that really seeks to cause a divisive emotional reaction. So it's like science, like we talked about the music earlier. So basically one of these websites knows knows the the makeup of the person that's looking at the website and so they're 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 tailoring content to to get a response. This is getting close to kind of what the allegations are regarding the Russia email hacking with Facebook. Uh, okay. That's a stretch. The point, I, I see the what point is, Brian Kolfage Kof- is a shady-ass motherfucker. Okay. He got $20 million. Right. That's fucking impressive. Yeah. But you can't turn around and say, on second thought, right. <laughs> I think that I should 
take the well, I've already taken the laboring oar. Right. You know, I think that I should we should move this to a different vehicle. Yeah, you know what this shady. is? This shady. This is uh when you're in church and there's an offering. Then there's a second offering. <laughs> then there's a love offering. Then there's a free will offering. Right. Then there's a, a help them help the minister out who who gave the message offering. Right. He just passed the plate. And he's not gonna stop the music. But GoFundMe uh contractually has to re- refund the money. So if you change what you want to do with the, the request, you have to give up the money. That means you did not meet the uh right. You know the thing you wanted to be funded, though. That, that's fair. As of today, it's still accepting money. So, well, well can, he can. Ohio get before they before they actually start returning funds. But can he accept money under the new guys though? Like he'd have to just nope. return all. Nope, oh, nope. Okay. you have to. It has to be from beginning. Yeah, all the money is is under GoFundMe's control. Gotcha. So he and so he released a statement. He's hoping people follow him over to the new platform. Gotcha. Yeah, speaking of selling emails, did you? I don't know if what day it was. Probably Thursday. I think I saw on the news that T-Mobile, Sprint, and AT and T are in trouble right now because apparently they've been selling our location. I'm fucking shocked. No, but this is this is um this was this was brought about because a bounty hunter bought the fucking location of a convict, an escape con, not escape convict, but somebody who had bounced on the on the bounty on their bail. And he was able to track down that person and triangulate to to grab him because but the, did he, did the he buy it from like eight, I mean he didn't buy it from one of those companies, did he? Yes. That sounds like some dark web stuff. You're yes. being serious? He yes. Look it up. The bounty hunter was able to find the location of the the person who bounced on the bail because the cell phone company sold the data for how to get in touch with to, they triangulated where he was. To me, and 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 T-Mobile, I think is 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 put forth some kind of statement. But that's come on, this is that's going way too far. I'm hoping that I'm wrong, but real time. Oh God, r- you're fucking. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Real time location. Come on, man. Real time location right. is the Mercury News, the San Jose newspaper. A lot of tech journals are saying this. And gadget. Okay, so it's mm, yeah, it's true. It's corroborated. I'm telling you, man, this is this is this is beyond too far. When the cell phone company is selling real time data of your location to somebody, come on, man. Yes. Do you own a laptop? I do. Does it have a a, a camera on it? Yes. Do you tape it up? I have a. I bought. I went on Amazon. I got the little sliding covers for all my computers. You did that because you you know there's probably someone that can see what you're doing. Not not because I, I it's, it's it's doable. Like you can buy the software yourself if you doable. want to. Yeah. We got all these cell phones that have all of our locations. You know what I've noticed lately is that I will talk about something I like, and all of a sudden the shit pops up in my Instagram feed. Yep. Yep, or, or Facebook feed. Or somebody sends you a picture of something in Slack or in a text message, and that picture, whatever that picture's of, you'll get an ad for that too. So we've accepted 
to allow ourselves to be found. We already signed that social contract. Oh yeah, it's in the it's in the uh, the the terms and conditions. But what I'm saying is is that you would hope that there's some limit. You know what I'm saying? There has to be there has to be some well, regulation. I, I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they did it. I, you know, I, I get. I have to do more research into the story. I would not be surprised if somebody hacked their systems, or or this is a black web situation. No, 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 no. T-Mobile has. No, I come- get exactly what you're saying, and I just can't wrap my head around. <laughs> and who do you talk to at T-Mobile if you want to buy somebody's location? Well, I put it like this: T-Mobile's already made a statement that they apologize. They're not going to do it anymore. That's what their fucking statement was. Jesus. My bad. You were not going to do it anymore. We're not going to get caught again. This way We're gonna get caught Another way Yeah I mean we're You know This is You know This is This is not surprising It's like how You know Every every year or so Your phone all of a sudden Doesn't work well anymore Right Planned obsolescence Planned You know We're in the Matrix You know Listeners You remember that movie The Matrix Well I believe that shit's real We've been in the Matrix For a long time We're not getting unplugged Everything you've ever done it's already been tracked. For all the religious types out there, we all got the mark of the beast. You want to know where it is? It's your fucking social security number. That's your mark. You're nothing if you don't have a social security number. Think I'm lying? No, because you're if a priest. I get pri- anything done. You're a priest. If well, I get anything done anywhere. We believe you. Hospital, gym, doctor, credit, car- credit cards, finance. Can't even get a phone, cell phone without a, a, a social security number. Yep, that's that's our code. That's the mark of the beast, and now we've got on us a monitoring device at all times. Yep. Knows when you're sleeping. Knows when you're awake. Your phone. These phones track your movements at night. Oh wait, you thought that was just the watch, <laughs> right? Oh, okay. You know, you get you you run, you go somewhere, all of a sudden your phone shows up a map of where you went. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm. I'm surprised that it doesn't sound like there were as many back channels as I thought they would be. For that's what I'm saying. Priority. That's what I'm saying. If a low level bounty hunter can find somebody by using a T-Mobile or or Sprint or AT and T database, like that's that's come on. Anybody can do it. It's like that's not even a high level, you know, target. Nope, nope it's not. You know, shouts out to anybody bounty hunters that may be listening. Hey, you do what you do, but let's not be, you know, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, it's different. It's different. It's not rocket science on some things. I've seen Dog the Bounty Hunter. Right. Yeah. But in any event, yeah, man. So I'm not, I'm not surprised it can be done. I'm fucking shocked and perhaps terrified it can be done easily. Right. Just for the sake of asking, apparently. Right. So that's crazy, man. But what are you gonna do? Are you gonna stop carrying your cell phone? Nope. No, the fuck you aren't. You know when that new new thing comes out, because it's about time for the new new thing. Oh, that ship is happening, man. It's gonna happen, and you're gonna be part of it. Yeah, you are. Why? You you you're gonna wait in line. Pull out that credit card to pull out the device. No, you know, swipe that hand, scan that eyeball. Yep. Oh well. They already have your DNA. We can't, vaccinated. We, we can't end the show on doomsday like that, man. <laughs> Listeners, you know, we go in there eventually. We, we've been on a ride here. We've been a little sidetracked because of uh, the Trump administration, but 
Bionis and I are actually a lot alike on some things, and we're going to take you guys there soon. It's going to be, you know, going, we're going to start going down those rabbit holes. Um, because, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of strange days seem to be. But in any event, I'm here for you. Bionis is here for you. But I'm here to be your spiritual counselor and advisor. <laughs> it's Reverend Kunta, 3X, on the gram. Weddings, bar mitzvahs, funerals. Oh, I love and, it. I love it. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's black on both sides. Sometimes we fight to the death in the podcast dojo. Sometimes we spar. Sometimes we just have to figure out if we got a stump on our cell phones. We're not going to do it. I'm right in front of the laptop right now. There's no tape over it. <laughs> Rebel, you're just a renegade. I'm just doing what I do. You know, I probably, you know, they could probably get you, boy. I've, I've had my, uh, I've already been hacked. I had, I lost every email I ever had in Google's cloud for 10 years. Wow. Yeah, that sucked. I've had my iPod send about 1,200 messages in Chinese, in Mandarin to someone. <laughs> That's like that. Comp- that's like that person who uh, they were having a conversation around Alexa, and the person they were talking about ended up getting the recorded conversation of the message because Alexa sent the message to them in a voice memo. That's crazy, but not shocking. Apparently, if you have earbuds, you can say a phrase and leave your phone somewhere, and your phone will start si- secretly recording everything that it can hear. And you'll hear it on your on your earbuds. What on your AirPods? On your on your AirPods, yeah. Okay. You know, there's this great Black Mirror episode. Be honest, you don't watch Black Mirror? I watched the first season, and I don't think I got into the second season yet. And I haven't seen that Bandersnatch movie either. Yeah, well, all that stuff's pretty lit. So, yeah. but in any event, one of the so I'll, uh, for those who don't know, Black Mirror is like a new take on Twilight Zone type stuff, except. Uh, it's it's written for for people who are you know really sharp because it's going to try to use your sharpness against you. Right. Because the key of every episode is to hit you with unforeseeable gut punch that's going to alter your view on everything. It's like a, it's like a roller coaster. One of them, uh, the premise of the show was: what if your eyes had an implant that would record everything and play it back for you? Just what that would mean. Can you think what that could mean? How many times have you seen something that didn't, that didn't look fun, that didn't look right, but later on you convinced yourself it was? What right. if you were right the first time? Yeah. Not just that. I, I block out trauma. Yeah, man. I don't, yeah. I mean, that's the next evolution for us, I believe, is that we're going to start, wearables is going to turn, uh, wearables are going to turn into insertables. Right. That's where we're headed. You know, unless you can go off the grid... You know, like some uh, some uh, rare sun and toast, like Jamie Mac and Co. Unless you can go all the way off the grid, oh, you're gonna have that wearable. Yeah. You know, we all gonna be the billion dollar man, the million dollar man. Is it million or billion dollar man? I just don't see how you get to the next. That's as 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 ridiculous as it sounds. That's evolution. Yeah, no, it is. I agree a hundred percent. Listeners, 
I'll be honest, when I go down in rabbit holes, it's going to get weird. Because we mostly agree, then don't agree. You're not yeah, going to be able to that, compete. That actually, is, that actually is the next evolution. Because quite frankly, you know, that's it. You, you look at all these, it's the video games, if you think about it. The video games seem to foreshadow certain things. It's almost like messages. Right. The video games now are all into body modification. <laughs> almost most of the uh, war games you on video consoles you play now, a lot right. of them, you know, are dealing with you know enhanced uh, enhanced soldiers with you know mechanics and right. and pills and things. Yeah, right. we're already there. I think I've heard Elon Musk, if I'm not mistaken with Elon Musk, he was saying that we've already done the first half of this evolution by integrating ourselves with our computers. So every time we upload stuff to Facebook, we put all of our information there. Um, we're on Instagram. We have, we've updated our entire, like we have years and years of pictures, background information about ourselves. We've already integrated ourselves with computers so that if people need to find us on a computer or if we need to find out something about ourselves, we just type a, a search, a search string, string into the computer and it pulls up anything about us. The next step to the second half of that is where we integrate computers with us. And that's it. Yeah, that, and that's the evolution. And you you'd be an idiot not to evolve. You're, you're gonna be like the you're gonna be like a, a prehistoric person. Like, look, how would a crack a crow magnet look right now to us? We're like, get the fuck out of here with that crow magnet. Like, get out of here with that. You're 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 a less than human we're all being. Going to accept it. Call it whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mark of the beast. Yeah. Making us better, improving us, you know. The next phase of our lifetime is now to have these wearables on us at all times. And the only way to do that is... Yeah. It's happening, folk. Yep. It's happening. And the other thing that Elon Musk has warned us about, and he was pretty serious about this shit, and it should become as no no surprise if you watch Terminator 2, is artificial intelligence. Right. It's already taken over. If you look at your kids today... Any child, like, under the age of, like, 10, they're likely to have a job when they're an adult that doesn't exist now. Right. That's crazy. It's crazy. We're on the cusp of some important things. Let's hope Donald Trump doesn't, you know, as a last resort, just push the fucking button. Let's hope he doesn't have the button. But he may do. He may have it. Right. He can't just see a picture. Cheeto's like, it's all fucked up. It's all fucked up now. It's all <laughs> fucked up, B. <laughs> nah, man. Nah. If I can't have it, nobody can have it. <laughs> Damn. Interesting times. But anyway, any event, you know, government shutdown marches on. And uh, we'll continue to bring you news. But sometimes it's okay not to be so serious. There's a lot of serious shit going on. Any event, no matter what, you know, we're going to continue to bring it. Uh, please, please, please uh, come on into the Slack room. You go to rarsonics.com and uh, you can ask for uh, for permission to enter the Slack. And the only thing that we ask of you is a picture, perhaps even of you. And that's the quickest, easiest, and freest way to interact, to be honest to myself, on the reg. We in there every damn day. If I don't say something in the Slack, and you know, it seems weird. Uh, another way, please share the show. Uh, reach out to your friends, family, and you know, you may or may not want to share it with your kids. It depends on if they can watch the OG Deadpool. If they got to watch the uh, PG thirteen Deadpool, it's up to you. <laughs> uh, 
And another way to really help us show off, you listen to us from iTunes, please leave us a five-star review. And you do that, you'll help the show get pushed up on list and other people can find the show. Last but not least, if you want to be a financial blessing to the Rare Science Network, on which we all are a part of, there are many shows in addition to Black and Both Sides, there's No Nonsense Show, BTG for President, MLL, and, and others. If you want to, if you want to help us with logistics, you can become a premium subscriber. Low, low cost of $4.99 a month. You can have access to archives. The No Nonsense Show is almost at like 500. I rounded up. It's not that close, but it's close. Long story short, only 100 episodes can be housed in iTunes. So if you want to hear the older shows, you can only do that by going to the archives. And there are other shows that have been on the network, 9010 Rule. You should look, you should listen to that. Really good stuff. If you care anything about the music industry. Uh, and so uh, that would help us out. You have access to, to premium content. Each co-host on the Rare Science Network on all the shows has premium content, except for Kevin. Except for Kevin. Um, and that's basically a microblog where we talk about, tell you what's our thoughts and feelings at the time. My boy, French, Reginie's, French Reginald's been pounding them out. That millennial <laughs> yeah. mind of his is just going. I can't keep up. Be honest and kid, continue to test the bounds of their marriage. I commend them for that. They'll be honest. If something happens, I am going to go with Kit. Side with Kit. Wow. Knew it. I think you know that. I think that's the general sense is that, you know, that's that's the sense in Slack was that, you know, we don't want to pick in t- between you two, but you know, I started this, okay. I started this podcast shit. This is motherfucking thanks I get. <laughs> you'll be okay though. You'll be Damn. okay. You'll be okay, and at the end of the day, you may kind of expect it, so you'll be okay. You know, we're really here for Kit. But because um, she has to deal with you on a daily basis, I deal with wow. you for about an hour and some change, and I'm spent, I'm emotionally <laughs> spent for the rest of the week. Oh, it hurts! It hurts. So whatever you do, keep that, keep it together, keep it together, so we don't have to make such a difficult choice. <laughs> uh, any of it, man. It's been this has been another episode of Black on Both Sides. Uh, well, nothing's black and white. Can't go to out. But be honest. <laughs>